2020 has been the biggest year of sports cards that we have ever seen. We saw cards going for multi-million dollars. We saw companies being sold for almost $1 billion. We saw the most people ever get involved in sports cards in one year. Social media has been on fire. Card sales have been crazy. Collections are getting bigger. It's been crazy and it's been one of the best years I've ever seen. I cannot wait to recap it here for you all and see what's happening in 2021. Welcome back, everyone, to the Slab Stocks Podcast. My name is Aaron, your host, and thank you all for joining me on this 2020 sports card recap. Plus, looking forward to 2021. This is going to be a huge episode. We're going to be covering the biggest market indicators and biggest market news that we saw this year in the sports car marketplace. And it's been a crazy year, a fantastic year. I hope you all are having a wonderful Sunday watching the NFL. This is a big Sunday for the NFL because so many playoff positions are being determined. So I hope that you all locked in your card buys, your collections, your investment purchases for the NFL as it might get crazy through these last few weeks if any young players really show out and have a big performance. All right, let's jump right into it. Number one is the 2009 Mike Trout Bowman Chrome Superfractor Autograph Sale BGS 910. This card sold for a record $3.84 million. It was the most expensive card sale of all time. Let's kick it off right with the biggest sale. The Mike Trout Bowman Chrome Autograph Superfractor sold by Golden Auctions on Sunday, August 23rd. That is a huge sale for the marketplace. It got a lot more people involved. It brought some huge headlines Vegas Dave is the one that purchased this two years back for, I think it was around $400,000, flipped it for almost $4 million, a massive sale that definitely had a lot to do with the explosion of sports cards in the fourth quarter of 2020. Next up at number two is the Wayne Gretzky OPG rookie card PSA 10 that sold for a record $1.29 million, the most expensive hockey card of all time. This sold very recently, actually in December, and this card sale made a lot of waves on social media as this is really putting hockey cards on the map in the sports card marketplace. For the last two years, there was not a lot of buzz around hockey cards at all, but this is a huge sale that definitely brought attention to it. OPG is the brand that was released in Canada for this Wayne Gretzky rookie card in 1979. They also released a Topps rookie card of Wayne Gretzky in America. So it's OPG and Topps, but look the same exact uh, way. And the Wayne Gretzky OPG sold for $1.29 million, while the Wayne Gretzky Topps PSA 10 sold around $600,000. And number three on the list is one of the biggest sports card news I've ever seen in my life. I made a full YouTube video on it. I called it the biggest news of the year by far, and PSA sold for $700 million. Really, it was Collector Universe, which is publicly traded on the stock exchange. It's it At the time, it was valued at $76.25 a share. It sold for $700 million to Nat Turner in an investment group that includes Steve Cohen, who is an owner of the New York Mets. Absolutely insane sale there. It is absolutely determining for the future of sports cards. PSA is the biggest grading and authentication company in the marketplace. And for that company to sell to a collector, a tech guru like Nat Turner, there's going to be so much, so many changes happening in the near future that I am very excited about. Some in the more distant future too. Maybe we get AI grading that will surely alter the landscape and everything we know about grading cards will change. It's going to be really, really fun to cover. So that was a huge sale that I'm personally very excited about. And number four on the list is actually one of the biggest sales of the year. It's the $1.8 million LeBron James Exquisite Rookie Patch Auto number 23. This sold in July. 
And this was one of the sales that really kicked off the mid-year boom. I would say that this LeBron James sale was probably one of the biggest in-the-moment sales. It really captured a ton of people's attention. It really got a lot of people involved. It really got a lot of people thinking about sports cards and what the future looks like and how can they get involved too. And it was really, really important. After that, LeBron James record-setting basketball card sale for the modern card space, a huge vintage card sale happened, but it was not a vintage card individually. It was a sealed case of 1986 Fleer basketball, which includes Michael Jordan rookie card, Akeem Olajuwon rookie card, and all the other rookies and stars in that set. Extremely important sale. It went for a record $1.8 million for sealed wax sale. Crazy sale. Huge amount of dollars. It really meant a lot for the sealed card space sealed box space as many people started to look towards sealed product then as a huge investment once we see one of these massive card sales for a certain category a lot of people gravitate to that for the smaller card sales in that space but it really really mattered and it was really important too number six on the list is athletes getting involved in sports cards and also celebrities too Giannis Antetokounmpo Way back in the summer, shared a TikTok video of him having a bunch of his own cards in his collection. A lot of them seem to be redemptions that were not redeemed, so maybe a little sketchy there for Giannis, but it is really, really cool to see that create a lot of buzz in social media, especially for us. We posted a video to Instagram. It got over 10,000 views super quickly. It was really, really cool, and seeing Giannis, my favorite NBA player, posting that he has cards of himself was awesome to see, although I would like a couple of those cards in my collection, so Giannis, give me a call. Maybe send me a few. I really appreciate that. It wasn't just Giannis, though. It was LeBron, too. LeBron made a comment after his $1.8 million sale for his exquisite rookie patch auto number out of 23. He said in an interview, he got asked about the card, and he said, hey, I do have a couple of those. So who knows if it, if it was the numbered of 23 version or the numbered of 99. But LeBron confirming that he has some sort of exquisite rookie patch auto in his collection. Cool to see LeBron getting in the mix. And then also Hassan Whiteside, who plays for the Portland Trailblazers, he also posted cards of Gary Trent Jr. that he was collecting and investing in. So this isn't a player collecting themselves like we saw with Giannis and LeBron. Instead, Hassan Whiteside betting on his teammate, which is what a lot of us and a lot of collectors in the space are interested in, is making bets in young players. So here's Hassan Whiteside betting on one of his teammates. That's really cool because that's more of a you know traditional thinking of buying sports cards. Not like, oh, I'm going to buy cards myself. Like None of us are doing that. But that was really cool to see from Hassan Whiteside. And then, of course, in terms of celebrity involvement, there's been no one bigger than Gary Vee in the space, pushing the landscape, pushing sports cards, pushing the marketplace to other people. He's got a ton of followers on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, wherever, and he's been creating a lot of card content for the last year and a half, two years, and it's really important to see this many people getting involved. I know that some people you know, are sour on Gary. Some people really like Gary. Whatever your take is, there's one thing that we can't deny is that Gary's gotten a ton of people involved and the card space would not be what it is today without him. However you want to chop up, however you want to look at it, it's important to get this many people, this many people collecting cards, this many people selling cards, this many people investing in cards. It really builds the space, gives it notoriety and puts sports cards on the map, which for us is what we really want to do. We want to make sports cards accessible and get as many people involved as possible. And to do that, we need people like Gary, like the athletes out there sharing that stuff because they got a huge reach. They got so many followers on social media that can touch, that can impact and get involved in the space. For me personally, it's been awesome to see. There's so many people who DM me. It says, hey, we came to you because of Gary. And for us, that really helps us build our brand and build our company. And I can guarantee you that without the meeting that we had with Gary back in the day when we flew out to see him, 
all this different posts on social media that he's shared of ours, you know, we would not be here today without that. So I do thank Gary for all that. It's really helped us out a ton. And I can't wait to see in the future how more people can get involved because of him, but also see how he relates with the space and relates with collectors, relates with investors, and really shares his love for cards as well. Number seven on the list is The Last Dance. Of course, that was the Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls documentary that aired in April. It got shown early because of COVID, because of the NBA getting suspended, and it exploded the vintage card space for Michael Jordan and multiple other Chicago Bulls as well. It was crazy to see the gains that some of these cards were having. The Michael Jordan 1986 PSA 10 Fleer rookie card topped out at $100,000. It actually dropped down to around $60,000 after the documentary, but now it's bounced back and a record high sale of $200,000 was made. So while they did short-term go up a ton and then it fell some, people that waited it out, I mean, they're reaping the benefits now. So the last dance was absolutely huge for the card space. It got a ton of people involved who loved watching the Chicago Bulls, loved watching Michael Jordan, and really it brought a ton of people into the space. Number eight on the list, which had a crazy rise as well and then a crazy fall but did not recover as well, was Topps Project 2020. Of course, this was one of the most interesting events of the year, one of the most interesting events in cards ever. Topps collabed with 20 different artists to recreate Topps rookie cards and Topps cards from back in the day when they were made, vintage cards, a couple that are more modern. But it was, it was nuts. I mean, they released a ton of cards throughout the year. People got super involved right away. They would see how the resale was doing really well once the print runs were super low on some of the early cards. The further cards after that started jack up in print runs. You know, first thing you knew, cards were selling around 1,000 that were made. And then it starts to go up to 30,000, to 40,000, to 50,000. And then one Memorial Day weekend, they listed the Ken Griffey Jr. by Keith Shore. And that card topped out at 99,000 print run. And that is when it all just crashed. People saw that there was too many people involved, too many cards getting made. And all those cards went down to really pennies that were bought that frequently, you know, the ones that were 99,000 made, 50,000 made. The rest that were made between, you know, 1,000 and 3,000 have done pretty well. They've held their value some, but really those ones that were 50,000 plus, I mean, they're really just kindling for fires at this point. I will say this though, people that want to hate on Topps Project 2020, yes, you can say that went up way too fast and then it absolutely crashed and that 100% happened, but this was really important to get artists and different figures in art, different figures in different categories of investments involved in cards. This is really cool that they collabed with a bunch of different artists that as well pulled a bunch of other people into sports cards. It wasn't just, they weren't just buying Topps Project 2020, they're buying other stuff. They're getting involved in baseball. They did more partnerships with Ben Baller for Topps Chrome products in the future. I mean, collabing with that many people is a really tough task and for Topps to take that on, and really execute it well. Of course, they got super behind in shipping, but tons of cards were made. I think it was really cool to see, and I think it really makes a difference for the future and how Topps approaches collabs. And I think it just really helps the space in general realize that there's potential to do other things than just print your standard sets every year. My hope is that customers learn from it, Topps learn from it, and Topps can be more innovative as well as Panini, and maybe that can help the space further progress in the future. Number nine, which is really, really important, is that tons of people got involved in sports cards. Now, all the moments before this really built up to number nine, but it's a really, really important thing is that through everything, through everything that went on in 2020, people came to sports cards. People did, you know, just sit there and say, oh, I don't have a job. I don't know what to do. 
A lot of people use sports cards to research, to learn, to get involved in a new hobby or maybe get involved in a hobby that they're involved in the past in and really use that as a catalyst to help them in their own careers, to get involved with others in the space, to network with people, to meet new people, to really have a fun time, to have an enjoyable time during a time of the entire world that is really uncertain. But sports cards right here, they kept a lot of people sticking together. They had a lot of positive moments and it was a really, really fun year across the board. Now the 10th and final one, has to be the NBA shutdown leading into the NBA bubble because this is the craziest overall market shift that we had over the entire year. Go back to when the NBA got shut down. Luka Prism-based PSA 10s were around $200. Go to the NBA bubble when the Clippers lost to the Mavericks and Luka hit a step back J to win that game. They were topping over $2,000. That was in the span of, I don't know, let's say six months half a year, and you go from $200 to $2,000 plus on one of the biggest investments in the space, and that, of course, is just one card. There are so many cards out there that did the same exact thing. That was a huge market shift. That was the biggest six months, I want to say, ever for sports cards. The last two months have been really important. After the bubble happened, cards started to decline. People started to shift out of basketball and going to football, which to me didn't really make much sense at the time, but it happened. And basketball cards created a new floor that people could buy back into. Those people that were involved in basketball cards over the summer bought back in. New people got involved. Boom, new NBA season comes. Prices go back up huge. We see record-setting sales over a whole weekend in December on different auction houses. And it really made a difference going into 2021. There's so much steam right now for cards, so much steam for memorabilia, so much steam just in the train for the entire space. It's so awesome to see. I'm super pumped about 2020. I think it was one of the awesomest years I've ever had in my life for sure. And sports cards played a massive role in it. Slab Stocks did too. I mean, just absolutely blessed to sit here and even be able to make videos for you all that you all can enjoy it and that I can do full time and work on Instagram, work with our breaks, work with our emails, everything about it. It's just such a blast. And our whole team is great. I mean, without the team, I couldn't be doing any of this right now. So everyone on the team, Thank you to all of you. Thank you to all of our followers too and supporters. That's even more important because without you interacting, engaging, getting into our breaks, commenting on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, wherever, you know, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be able to be a place that can create content, create information, interact with you all. It's really important to me and it's really made a big difference in my life. So before ending this video, I want to give a look to five things going into 2021 that you all should be looking out for. And number one on that is sports card collectors and investors are going to get smarter, they're going to get more educated, and they're going to learn the market even further. So some people may have been able to take advantage of others for not knowing exactly everything about cards, or maybe they're clueless on if 2017 silvers are actually base rookies for football, and then you're buying a you know Deshaun Watson silver rookie thinking that it's just as rare as a Lamar Jackson 2018 Prism Silver rookie, and then you get hurt because you're spending too much on the Deshaun Watson. Something like that could have happened to new people getting involved. But as more people make mistakes, as more people learn from those mistakes, people are going to get smarter, and they're going to be able to make better buying decisions. What does that really mean for this space in 2021? I think that that means that more people are going to stick around because they're going to make less mistakes, they're going to be more educated, they're going to have more fun in the industry. And I'm excited for that because I want to see you all staying around in this space. I love you all for being here. I want to see you all stay too. So please stick around. Please ask questions. If you don't know something, I'm very excited to see what 2021 holds for the collectors that got involved in 2020. Number two on the list is pretty simple. It's just more people getting involved. It's everything that we talked about earlier, earlier in this video, 
just doubled and replicated over and over and over again. So I'm excited to see that happen. I'm excited to see what big sales happen to get more people involved, what athletes share sports cards, share what they're doing in the space and more people getting involved. I hope it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see what 2021 holds for that. Number three on the list is Prism NBA dropping in March. So we have not had an NBA jersey product release yet. Hoops is going to be coming in early February. That'll be the first product that releases with LaMelo in his Hornets jersey, Anthony Edwards in his Timberwolves jersey. But in March, we have the 2020-2021 Prism release, which is going to be huge. In 2019, when 2019 Prism released in December, it was wild. But the market was super small at that point compared to today. So I can't wait to see how this market reacts to it. How many people are going to be going to Targets, Walmarts? How many people are going to be opening boxes? How many people are going to be grading the cards? And even just to see the production run. Because I think that will give us a good look into the future of what we can expect for Prism year over the year. And what the pop report can look like because of that. Number four on the list is more people getting involved in things other than basketball cards. So in 2020, we saw so many people get involved because of basketball cards because that's where the money was. That's where so many people are buying, selling, trading, and collecting and all that stuff. But some people that got involved in that didn't really do it because they're huge basketball fans. It's just because that was the biggest in the space. As we see other parts of the industry go up in value, like Pokemon, like Tiger Woods, like golf, like Formula One, like NASCAR, like UFC, WWE, tennis, Marvel cards, whatever else is out there, that will get more people involved. As big sales start to happen for those specific segments of the industry, more people get involved because they see Tiger Woods card sells for a ton of money and they say, you know what, I can go and buy this guy that's cheaper because they know golf really well. That's going to happen in a ton of different segments of the industry, and I think that's really going to drive a lot of stuff forward. Same with soccer. I'm very excited to see how the 2021 Euro is going to affect the soccer card market. Big event that was supposed to happen in 2020. Got delayed. Let's see how that affects the market. Number five now, and there's nothing bigger in this video than this number five, and it's the National going down in Chicago. End of July 2021, beginning of August 2021. Please go online now. Look up National Sports Collectors Convention buy some tickets, go to Chicago, meet us there. We are going to be at booth 695. We are at booth 695 in Chicago in 2019. And 2019 was crazy. There was over 100,000 people that came through over the five-day convention. I'm expecting that's going to multiply by five. I would not be surprised if travel is all good and everyone's okay with traveling by then that there will be more than 500,000 people there over the five days. It could get absolutely ridiculous. I have no idea what's going to happen, but it's going to be a ton of fun. I can't wait to meet you all. 2019, we were able to meet a lot of people, but I'm very excited for 2021 to be able to meet so many of you since we haven't been able to yet. It'll be a really, really fun time. There's going to be so much stuff going down, buys, trades, breaks, sales, just so much stuff going on, and I'm so excited for it. So I hope to see you there in Chicago 2021. Please, if you can, make the trip out. We really want to see you there. All right, that's it for 2020 recap and looking forward to 2021. I just want to say thank you one more time to all of you out there that supports us on Instagram, on YouTube, through email, through Twitter, through breaks, through anywhere out there that you follow us. Thank you so much. It was a ridiculous 2021, one of the best years I've ever been a part of. And I just want to thank you all. The Slapstocks team, thanks you all. And we cannot wait to see what's in store for 2021. We can't wait to see what else we can do for you all and progress the marketplace forward, as well as every other content creator out there. We love seeing more people get involved, and we cannot wait for what's to come.